The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> What's the chances two episodes in a row of just the two of us, mate? Just the two. Last of week us. we were on the road. This week we're in the studio. But um, our guest, last minute Passed illness. Away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, we won't name who it is. Like, right? because so, you know they'll be back on. But um, basically, it was very last minute and wasn't feeling very. You know well. who you are though. You fucking know. <laughs> Yeah, um, so you know, in the current climate, if you're feeling under the weather, it's quite pre- it's quite common people are cancelling short notice at the minute. Gigs, you know, basically get a bit of a, get a tickle in the throat, Fucking and you can't be asked to get yeah. on the tube, and you're like minus an three. Oh, I think I've got COVID, it's mate. An excuse to stay in bed and watch Succession. I know, shit. That's what I'd want to do. Actually. I've get got well, get I've, well soon. I've I used COVID recently to uh, I I'm on, I'm on a weight loss challenge. To kill with. some old people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on a weight loss challenge with Raj, as you can see up here. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. It's not going very well. What is, um, <laughs> for who? You for me, for oh, either right. of us, we both just fall off the wagon. So what is your, how, let's talk us through your, what your plan was to lose weight. Um, uh, have you got, do you, are you, have you got a number that you're, you think you're, you want to lose? Your ideal. Y- yeah. But then the realistic number is no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, my plan was basically to, to drink loads of water and then do cryolipolysis. Which is basically where they just take you in and they freeze the fat off you. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. How um, does that? Does that work? Apparently not. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Seven grand a hit. <laughs> it's not that I got a group on. Yeah. Um, but then I was supposed to go in yesterday and I was, I, I just basically had too much on and I just uh, I used the COVID excuse and went, yeah, I can't really go. Uh, and had you paid for it? Uh, I've, no, but I've been before. And it does kind of work, but it's not like. But what about. Just lessening calorie intake. <laughs> right, okay. Listen, I know it's extreme. <laughs> have you thought about not eating everything? I mean, you're not time? you're not big, are you? Oh, I'm big. Are you? I'm. I'm, I'm you I'm, dress well then. Yeah, I just wear baggy clothing. It's, it's, uh, and a beard hides a, a I mean, multitude. The beard. You might and they, what, have you got a nice shaved line of the beard? Do you keep yeah. your neck? You get. You keep your neckline tidy. I've got tidy. a decent-ish jawline. It doesn't. It yeah, like yeah. the jowls aren't coming. You look as, good, man. Oh. It's good looking blood. It's a cryolipolysis. Yeah. But um I think <laughs> yeah, I think it. you're right. Facial hair like it's it's one of the you know, the big 
privileges of being a man. Makeup. Obviously, there are other ones. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a thick dick. <laughs> a nice willy. <laughs> sweet, sweet willy. <laughs> but um, it's that thing of you, we have things that we can do to disguise our slight. Extra but w- women have makeup, though, don't they? Women have makeup, but yeah, we can't. Some men just, as well. We can, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in terms of like hiding bags and stuff under your eyes, we t- we tend to start to suck it up. But we, if you, I, I've, when I've been a bit chunkier, I, I just whack a beard on, man, and it is just takes that. You know, at the minute, I'm I'm all right. I'm what what do you eat? Um, weight. Everything. <laughs> just everything. I, what did I, you have? To, what have you had today so far? Uh, I had. Talk us through it. I had two coffees. Did you wake up and? Have a coffee or a At water. four o'clock in the morning, I had a whole pack of ginger biscuits. Oh, that's when, when you've got a that's baby, though. That's before bed. Uh, no, that was, it was, yeah, it was just, I, I've always been a midnight snacker. I, I, I do that, though. It's yeah. That's, I, don't have them in the house. I can't. I, we don't normally, <laughs> we don't normally, but um, I was away for a bit and my ginger missus. Ginger biscuits are so moorish <laughs> in the night when you're with that reptilian yeah, fucking. just that um, and a fucking half a pint of milk. Yeah, and uh, so that's probably the first thing. <laughs> fucking like Santa Claus. Was like... <laughs> <laughs> Down the chimney. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Um, and then I had an egg and bacon roll from Pret. And, and I just had a chicken and bacon roll from Pret. Wow. <laughs> it's, I would say... And I don't I... know why I'm fat still. <laughs> but no, but when you've got that's a baby, man, that. the first six months of having a kid, I ate like an animal my first six months of being like that because you're just tired and your hours are insane. Your body there, needs there is times when you're just up at three, four in the morning for like half an hour and you're so tired, but you know, you can't go to sleep. Yeah. So you have to just eat. I, I think you, you've got to allow yourself that sort of six months to just fucking eat and be just do what yeah, you need to do to spend 38 years though <laughs> i mean yeah you haven't got any excuses before your kid came along just be ashamed of yourself it's hard isn't it though because everywhere you go there's like nice food just tempting you. it's so much it must have been way so much easier back in the day isn't it do you remember like before cafe culture and yeah what, the only even up to about 10 years ago before the prets and all that all the cafes all they did was like you could just get a panini that was it yeah, yeah. Mm. like so it must have been well easy to not have the temptation Obviously, there was McDonald's and things like that. Yeah. But I just, there wasn't the wave of like, you know, now you can do that thing of being like, I don't eat McDonald's. But instead, you're like, yeah, but I eat four fucking pretz a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's that, it's that, it's now you can just eat everywhere. Yeah. It's hard. Do you ever monitor your calorie intake just to see? Yeah, what it to be honest, is? when I do, I do. There's I, some good apps you can. I get into intermittent fasting and then I, I'm in a routine there. And I like, I, I, I quit drinking and that was kind of what I thought would be a lot. I mean, of that's it. good. Yeah. But, but it wasn't. It's, it's my gluttonous self. That, yeah, that, yeah. That issue. How but, long ago did you do that? But this year, really. So. so sometimes if you quit drinking, though, your body, it's good to give it sugar for a little while. Yeah. I mean, it's just a routine. I just need to sort of drink more water. Uh, Eat in a f- sort of four to six hour window and not and not at night. Four to six hours. Fucking. I don't mind that, if fasting. I if I if I drink coffee and drink water. Yeah. I don't get hungry because my thing that like, I find um, if I don't if I have dinner because I have dinner quite early because I cook dinner for my wife and daughter mm. and obviously so that's normally about six maybe five forty five six because then obviously she has dinner and then she starts at her bedtime um, and. Basically, I, if I have dinner then and don't eat again until the next morning, even though that's probably only, what, that's, I'm probably not eating for 16 hours or something. That's a 16-8 fast. Yeah, so 16-8, like that one, I find I can pretty much eat what I want and not 
really pack it on. Mm. So that that sort of enough time for my body to go right, get all that shit out. Yeah. All I do is do a massive doo doo when I get up in the morning, <laughs> like proper like before you get up. <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> just shit the bed. That's normally how I wake up. And then um and that yeah, I feel like my body's got it all out and I'm ready to go. Yeah. So because yeah, I I snack all the time. Like, I'm what worried. Sort of snacks. I mean, not bad stuff. I'm pretty good at just like eating a lot of fruit throughout the day. But then I also will pick it a little sweet here and there and whatever. Do you want a pear? They're pretty juicy. Oh, mm. actually. Do you want now. a pear? No, I'm alright. I just had an egg and bacon sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a bruised pear, that isn't it? I know it's a bit bruised. What are you That's doing with it? Kicking it down arsehole. the road. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a round pear. It's a bit of a. It's from a uh, Lewisham a... Market. Oh, actually, nice you one. go to Lewisham Market, man. Fruit's good. Do you eat the whole pear? Or do you like? Do you go I right do through? Like, the... I do actually, just not the top bit. Not sometimes bum old bit. <laughs> sometimes I just ding it out of bus. <laughs> <laughs> throw it through a car window. Wear the traffic lights. Through some sunroof. We used to do that, man. At school, we used to throw shit at buses oh, and off buses. Yeah. I used to have a routine. One of my first ever big routines you know when you felt like i first... think you meant like a routine daily kind of oh, just no, throw no, shit no. off the bus <laughs> wake up in the morning <laughs> routine intermittent fasting hour of yoga then i'd throw, throw a sandwich at a bus. My yoga mat out of bus. <laughs> <laughs> no but i um i had i had a, a stand-up routine it's when i first ever like proper like you know them early routines that you just get and you're like that is a it's a it's a closer routine it was a true story about being on a bus and um well the, the story i told on stage I ended up having to change it a bit because people didn't believe it, even though it was true. I ended up making it a bit more extreme for people to suddenly believe it, which is weird. But the story I told was about seeing somebody throw a lettuce off a bus and it hitting someone on the fa- in the face, right? <laughs> the true story was... As a kid, that's so mate, exciting. But the true story was uh, me and my mates were throwing... We used to throw our sandwiches out the window at people and my, we, this is horrible we Good saw way to lose weight there's <laughs> <laughs> me just going bring it on kids <laughs> Catch me but we saw a kid that from school and it's a show like he was one of them kids that was a bit of a nerd he used oh. to get a bit of shit and him and his dad were walking down the, sh- the road towards where the bus was going and um we all threw our sandwiches out and one of the sandwiches opened mid-flight and it oh. had like and a lettuce that was in it came out and it sort of literally they took Made a, it less healthy they took a slice each in the face like it was <laughs> the, it, the chances of it happening were like a billion to one and like we were crying literally like both of them just imagine a, dad, a father and son walking down the street both getting a slice of bread and lettuce all in their face that's amazing so we were crying so i, I told us i used to tell the story on stage and then it ended up sort of moving into throwing a whole lettuce and that the whole lettuce really worked whereas when i told it it's a sandwich people were laughing but I think they didn't believe Let, that, being hit that, by a lettuce has got a kind it's of a funnier thing. Yeah. But I think they didn't believe the fact that a sandwich opened mid-flight and a slice each hit. How, how do you tell that story um, and and then not hate you? Hate me? Yeah, like uh, oh, and did... also it wasn't me throwing the lettuce. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did change it to be like I saw somebody throw yeah, a lettuce yeah, out yeah. the window. <laughs> Whereas the truth was I saw me throw a sandwich out. <laughs> I saw it in point of view. <laughs> I saw, from the point of view and in the reflection of the bus window, I was standing. Because I've got stories that I've I've tried to tell, and it's it's me being just a horrible drunken asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone just like yeah, do better. I've um, <laughs> it's a hard one. I do I do think you've got a really You've got a little finger. Can I take it off? Yeah, what is it? Sorry if it's t- t- um, touching you up. <laughs> <laughs> but less. Oh, no. we're, we're dressed weird today, innit? Um, I feel like we should be doing a psychology <laughs> podcast. But um, I, I've, got, I've got a true story I sometimes tell on stage about 
me and my mates ruining a, a screening of Shrek 2 for loads of kids. <laughs> and it paints us in such a bad light. But it's that thing in the story. I always tell it as, look, this is, I'm not proud of this. This is one of the worst things I think I've done. And it's just about me and my mates were shit-faced. And we ha- went, should we go to the cinema? Whatever's starting next, we've got to watch it. And it's a fun game. Yeah. And we bought loads of cans of cider and it was Shrek 2. And it, the weekend it opened. And we got in and it was packed full of kids and families. Obviously, like they, this was their favourite film, the follow-up to their favourite film, isn't it? This is Shrek, man. And four pissed arseholes who were like, we were all like 18 or 19. We're just drinking cans and laughing. And we just came up with a game to see like who could open a can at the funniest moment. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? So every time they'd see the moment, you hear like... <laughs> and then at one point, we all finished our cans and we thought that was the end of it. And then we're just shit-faced in the cinema and didn't realise my mate Richard saved a can. Like it's it's sort of squirrelled <laughs> one away without telling us. And just at the end when like Shrek and what's her name? Um, what's the I don't Cameron know. Diaz's character who plays the other Shrek? The bird Princess Shrek. Fred Princess or whatever. But um Princess Shrek, did you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Princess Shrek. <laughs> They're about to kiss, and it's like a beautiful <laughs> end. My mate Rich pulled his can out, stood up, and just went. <laughs> and you just saw the. They, everyone hated us already, man. It was like fucking grotty. And I genuinely, I'm really, I don't regret. Regrets are terrible. Like you know, you can't regret. It's pointless in it. It doesn't change the fact you did it. But I know I would never do it again. But like, it is one of them things I feel guilty about that I did. Go and do it today. Yeah. <laughs> Just every film. Anytime there's a big film Kind of coked. But I should do it to Marvel films. All them Marvel nerds sitting there excited to watch. Wonder what Captain America's up to now. Fuck off, you nerd. (laughs) Um, Spider-Man. I don't like... We've talked about it before. I'm not a fan of Marvel films. No, I'm not either. I've not watched any of them, really. I don't mind them. But I I think they're aeroplane films. I don't trust anyone that thinks they're great great cinema do you know what I mean? I was never into the comics and it was just kind of like... Same here. It's just... Yeah, I'd rather watch like something... I watched a, a Liam Neeson film on a, on a plane, The Marksman. What's that like? It was okay. It's like every other Liam Neeson <laughs> film. <laughs> He's got a real, like, I don't get how they get away with that. It's like a formula. Liam Neeson, right, right. Liam Neeson's an ex-Special Forces. Yeah. Um, something happens. He's pretty intense, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's old as well. Like, He's pretty cool that he's pulling it off when he's, he's got to be in his 60s, I isn't mean, he? in the real world, he ain't going to be harming no one. You him up, yeah. mate. He was, chinning, he was mate. fighting the cartel. Uh, they just fucking time. put a bullet in him in real life. Well, yeah, yeah. they tried, but they could I mean, this is true, yeah. What, uh, the documentary? Yeah, the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a hidden camera <laughs> show. I, I just got pissed off at once. There's, there's, so the, he's rescuing, spoiler alert, he's rescuing this kid from the cartel because the cartel are desperately trying to kill this kid. Oh, God. Um, they're always up to nothing. And the kid has got a whole load of cartel cash. I know, they're just not... They're rot- mean. They're rot- they rotters. I think somebody should do something about it. And he's got all this cartel cash. And at one point, uh, he goes, this cash is for you. And the kid goes, I don't want it. It's cartel money. And he goes, well, I don't want it either. And they just burn the cash. Fucking idiot. And it's just, it just, I was just angry because the cartel were tracking them because they could see where their credit card was. Yeah. It's like, surely you cash. can just figure out that this is going to be useful for Value you cash, potentially man. in a little bit. I know. It's Put it to good use. Give it to charity. Exactly. Don't burn it. Burn you it. Fucking idiots. Anyway, stupid. no one would do that in real life. No, today. it's bullshit. No, true. It's ex-special forces, that like, highest morals in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, you kill people in war, but you won't like have a Just bit of cash. Bit of do cash. you know what film I watched recently that I thought was absolute dog shit? I was in Cardiff. Uh, what you were in Cardiff at the weekend? I was in the same hotel, Citrus Hotel, 
Um, did you have a bath? John, John Malkovich. Uh, he, I used to own it when it was the big sleep. Um, I didn't have a bath, but I did the last time I was there. And the baths are very deep and nice. Yeah. It's a good bath, right? And I don't have a bath at home. Um, or shower. <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> just protests at home. <laughs> no, but I am. Um, yeah, I've got. A, I've got a shower at home. So when I'm in a hotel with a bath, I, I treat myself in it. Man, I, I was in the bath for an hour and forty-five minutes. Nice. Watching a film called Fingers Go Wrinkly. I everything went wrinkly. <laughs> Batty crease. Everything. <laughs> um, but have you seen a film called no- Is It Nobody? With Bob Odenkirk, and it's basically a take on uh, Taken. It's that what, sort a comedy, of is it? No, no, no. It's a serious one. Do you know Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul? Oh, um, that act, the main so actor. There, so he's a yeah, comedy yeah. actor. And he's a bit of a nerdy guy. Yeah. And his film is called Nobody. And it's basically, he's a bloke. He's married. He's got kids. He's a bit of a boring guy. He's got an office job. His kids don't really respect him. One night, there's a, they, his house gets burgled. And he, uh, like they, basically, one of them holds his kid and he comes down. And he's, he's got a chance behind the guy of a golf club to put a golf club and he, he stops. And his son's like, and then basically, they the people run away. Why? Because he's just scared. Yeah. And that's what you think, right? And then his son's like, why didn't you hit him? You had a chance. And he's basically, you're a coward. He's basically, his son mate. doesn't respect him. And then it turns out he's ex proper, like deep special forces. He was like the most dangerous guy in the whole thing. He just looks like a nerd and basically gave it all up to find a boring life. He wanted to get away from the killing and all that. And then he goes on a big rampage and like, it's so unbelievable and crap. <laughs> and like Sounds his bad. dad in it is played by the guy who plays Doc from Back to the Future. Oh yeah. And, um, and uh, Rizza from Wu-Tang as well. They're, they're the three. Like, and not, they're, they're, Is it comedy? No, but oh. all three of them are the most <laughs> unrealistic, like ex-special forces. <laughs> There's a scene at the end when they're sort of in a gunfight and it's just this old man, and Riza is just sort of like, and like it, every part of it, I felt like it is not good. It's not a they good. They probably film. went through so many different actors to finally get to the. And I feel like they me- they messed up every bit of casting. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, it wasn't for me. I know, you know, I'm sure some people enjoyed it. I just found it. Um, it's the same format as so many other films, and it was just it didn't work. It didn't work for me. Mm. I'm afraid, guys. So I'm sorry to say, but it was nice to watch it in a bath. I've never Netflix. watched a whole film in a bath. Uh, no, it was on Amazon Prime. I've never watched a whole film in a bath. I always get out about 20 minutes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? I've run out of fucking vape juice. Oh, that's the end. Oh. That's you don't really have a vape, do you? No. I just bacon and eggs is all that's my vibe. <laughs> just what, um, smoke that. Where do you need to do you, you totally run out? Do you need to buy some? No, nah, yeah, I've got some at home. I just forgot it. Oh, no. So it won't I'm going to mess you up now. You're going to be all stressed. It won't harm me. Mm. What, um, are you not a fan of a bath? Can you not lie in a bath for a long time? Not for like, not an hour, probably. I mean, you you keep adding hot water. Yeah. No, <laughs> it just goes cold. <laughs> I'm like an old <laughs> cup of tea just in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> like a lukewarm coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, I keep topping it up. And the the Citrus Hotel in um, Cardiff, it's got them taps that are sort of like that that you just have to turn. So you can do it all you with, your, with toes. your toes. Oh, That's the dream of a bath. <laughs> no, it's a good bath. It's a good bath. I yeah. was feeling really rough there a few weeks ago and I had a hot bath, man. I was going to get a bath bomb. I love a bath bomb. From Lush. I, do you know the best Lush bath bomb, guys? Here's a tip. <laughs> um, there's one that is, um, it's oat and stuff, and it's in a little sock. Helen Bauer was there, not while I was having a bath, but <laughs> at the gig. 
and she was talking about putting oats in a tight in like a, tight, a muslin in a muslin or a pair of tights oh yeah yeah got some <laughs> i've got a few pairs from my old bank robber days <laughs> um and do it like you can make your own one yeah oh yeah, yeah. it'd be very easy Have wouldn't oats, it a bit of porridge <laughs> put some blueberries in it <laughs> but that's um jimmy mcgee uh, told me he, he does was that. there actually oh, he, he told me about that sort of oat bath in the Plus, maybe, you can, maybe he was telling me as well. But you can buy one in Lush. Again, yeah, you should probably make your own. It'd be much cheaper. The Lush one, it's, yeah, it's in a little sort of muslin tight type thing. But it's got like creamy stuff as well. It's like a bar of soap that melts. It makes you slip. Oh, man. You make, it makes your skin so smooth. And at the end, you can then scrub yourself with the, with the oaty tights thing. Like <laughs> fucking dirty bars. I've, I've never had one. Like, this sounds weird. Oats in a bar. Oats in it a does bar. Sound, makes your skin it's lovely. It's your skin. Yeah, I don't even eat oats, so like you should eat oats, <laughs> maybe oats I should eat oats every morning. Instead of eat just, oats is very good for you. Yeah, I can't get near a lush tip. Though. Like I can't like the smell. Some I've got my friend Richard can't go in. It's too strong. It's really strong. Like some people, I think you know, it's it's all about yeah how sensitive you are to smells and stuff. I love it. I go in there and it's like sensory overload, but I'm into it. But I don't. The only thing I don't Can you like imagine working lush. there it just must be. I mean, you must get used to it. The problem I have with Lush is going in there is because um, I wear quite a lot of black. Like, is uh, everyone in Lush who works there always just wears a black T-shirt? So if you walk in at the wrong time of year, like you just, other <laughs> people come up to me and go, "Excuse me, mate, um, where's your uh, whatever?" And I'm just like, oh, I just yeah. need this point. But like, and it just feels like it's so many members of staff in Lush, isn't there? You walk around, everyone's. I don't. Have, I don't have fucking talking I to you. Can't walk. I have to cross the street sometimes. Oh, That's bad. How, yeah, I really like. Been into it. one for years. But, They're um, nice though. They're very, um, I think they're sort of, they do that thing where they try and tell the staff, I, mean, I think to be too over-friendly, you know. You always feel like you're getting chirps in the lush. <laughs> just, um, but actually, it's just a really over-friendly, like, 23 year flirted with. Yeah. Is that what they do? Tell them, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not Sleep with the customers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've had conversations that have felt like, sort of, they they're were. bringing the heat a little when, bit. Yeah, almost like they're alluding to what you can do with all their things. <laughs> all that might be in your head, Carl. Get rub it on your bum hole. <laughs> do you want me to do that? If you just is that just gone off? Is the yeah, just, just moved, moved off centre. Just move it back. Uh oh, what happened there? Um, but yeah, it's they are very friendly. I mean, I'm not saying. I think there's a middle ground. I don't like shop staff that is, when they're dead. When they're too friendly, it's a bit much. When they're not out, when they're rude. It's a yeah. bit much. I like want... it when they're genuine, like they're just nice, they want to help. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> really genuine. We like it when they're fake. <laughs> we like it when they're lying. <laughs> I, I worked in a shop for a few years. What shop was it? Fat Face. Oh, did oh. you? Yeah. Fucking cra- bad clothes, Fat Face, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. That... I feel bad like because I worked there, but no, I didn't. I had to wear a top. I, hate, I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now like and then, sort of yeah, I just didn't. Country town types wear fat face, isn't it? Well, it was so, started by two brothers on a um, ski slope. They yeah, that sell sounds it. about right. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know. I never. I was stoned all the time. <laughs> I used to open the shop, but have a big joint outside at first. What age were you when you were uh, early twenties? Okay, and yeah. um, and then people come in, but I would just be stoned and not know how to interact. <laughs> And then I got into it, be like, "Hi, how are you? Do you need any help?" Be like, "Look, I'm just looking." And I'd end up being one of them guys that get on, get on people's nerves. But I quite like. I did it for about three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right, mate. I was having a chat with my wife yesterday. Um, she found it very funny as so I was telling her about my teenage jobs. Like, I started working in an Irish social club, 
it should have been illegal because it was a pub essentially because it was a technically a social club in that it was a members mm. club what were you doing in there i was working so i used to collect the empty glasses and clean stuff and do that and help out with like drop like delivering drinks to tables and stuff but if if because it was a uh, social club even though the memberships weren't it wasn't like a big paid for membership it was just like irish people in the mm. in south west london would all just be members you just go in and sign up there was a legal loophole where i was allowed to work there underage i think i think you are allowed to to serve because i've just done my personal license and i think it's the, it's the dps who has to oversee everything yeah so i think underage people can work there serve alcohol. But, I, but it used to i don't know if they changed the law but up until a few years ago you couldn't work after something like 8 p.m oh, maybe. if you were under 16 um uh, oh, you were under been, 16 i was 13 oh I yeah working there. what about Sorry. rent boys in there? <laughs> uh, rent boys you, yeah they you have to be done by are eight. exempt oh okay. <laughs> they have to be done by eight you have to ejaculate by eight otherwise yeah oh, okay. you're then you're breaking a law cool yeah 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 um but yeah so i, I used to work i was 13 working in a team. pub but <laughs> i'll report <laughs> back sorry guys gotta make a quick call <laughs> <laughs> to ring my team when i get out. Um, street team but so i was working in a pub essentially from the age of 13 and then I, and i worked there on and off until i was 19 and like by the age of 16 i was basically serving behind the bar and i used to stay behind for lock-ins and drink and like, i was telling my wife and like i used to just think i was an adult basically when i was like 14 i'd finished work sometimes at like 11 30 12 We'd have a lock-in. I'd go down to the pool room and like play a few games of snooker with some of the punters. I was like, I'm 14. <laughs> this is fucking weird. It's weird that you lot are hanging out with me at one in the morning. Yeah. I've got school tomorrow. So you had school. Well, it was that. I, sometimes I'd work Thursday nights. Yeah, and um, I'd have to, I'd get in at like sort of midnight, half twelve, and then I'd get oh. off of school in That's the morning. That's weird. How they're just maybe they just like to kids' company. <laughs> The old Michael Jackson. I tell you what, there's, there's a massive shortage of, of staff at the moment. Get the kids in, mate. Maybe that's the, the, yeah. bring the age down. It's, to I mean, we, you know, we expect kids in third world countries to make all our shit. Yeah, we about can time our kids started pulling their make way. a fucking cocktail. Exactly. Knock, <laughs> knock me up a Capri Hammer, please. <laughs> when I was working at Fat Face, I was also for a few weeks working as a, a night job as well. What was a night? Oh, like, this God. is our like stupid like like no like just so irresponsible with how to work things out like i was working in the day and at the night Ugh, how, i just it? wasn't sleeping That's i don't know how insane. i did it what was the night job it was a night porter at a hotel at a hotel what hotel was it the barden lodge in blackheath which is not there anymore it's right a, it's a private school uh, what was that like um my fr a lot of my friends did it. i think we all had a turn at doing this job because we we're in a band and we were just like, I just thought I could play the guitar all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a weird night I was, I'd be so tired. to get a, a tooth, some, have you got any spare toothbrushes? And you're just sitting there. <laughs> we did, um, I did, I only did it for a couple of weeks. I just couldn't do it. Like, I was just be so tired. There'd be, someone be showing me how to operate the switchboard, putting, and I just could not take it in. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, cool, I got it. And then I'd, like, I just didn't take it in. <laughs> just so my brain weren't working. And it's quite scary as well. You had to go and put the like the breakfast stuff out, and it was in the basement, and it was just fucking like yeah, scary, yeah. man. But it's, yeah, I am. Um, have you ever tempt? Yeah, temping. Off office angels. Yeah, I did office angels as well. <laughs> That's shit. Sometimes isn't it? you get to like quite a good one though. Yeah. Then other times you could dot a little bit. Like you that. could, but some of them, man. I remember doing one, and I'd get I got put in one. It was quite a fun office for a few days. It was like data entry, but everyone was all right, and I was like, this is all right. And then I'd have another one that was a bit moody. And then I got to one once and it was office work. So it's meant to be, like, I was meant to be doing data entry and like accounts junior jobs and things like that. 
And I, they said, yeah, we've got you one in an office in Wimbledon. I was like, all right, wicked. That's not far from where I was living at the time. I got there and she went, right, um, yeah, we've got sort of basically this bit of work that just needs doing in the next couple of days. And she took me into a, a boardroom and there was just paperwork everywhere. And she gave me about 800 ring binders. And she went, yeah, I need you just to sort these and then put them in the ring binders. And I was like, what? That's it? It was like two days. I had to just get papers, put them in order, and then put them in folders. And that was it for two days. I was like, that is not... That's something you could get a fucking kid to do, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. for free. Like, just get one of your fucking... Get one of your kids to come in. Go and ask yeah. your daughter. Yeah. I'm going felt... for a fucking sandwich. She's, yeah. oh, she's working down the pub. She's playing pool. Yeah, like exactly, 20, yeah. 21 and I'm sitting there putting things in binders. Yeah. I found it so boring. It was quite... F- Sometimes it, on Office Angels it was all right, though, yeah. Did you ever... I, I remember... Um, Office Angel sent me to an interview. I know it might be in a, but I was also like on Reed's books as well. Oh yeah. And they sent me to an interview for a sales job in uh, Wimbledon, and it was one of them ones where it was a group interview, and you had to do like a, you had to like do a pitch. I I, I did. And that. it was one of the most embarrassing things. This was like this was a good couple of years before stand up ever came in, and I, I used to be like chronically shy in front of like in terms of speaking in front of people. I used to hate reading out loud in school and stuff. And they literally were like, right, so this is the scenario. You've got to get up and just fucking chat. And I crumbled, man. I fell apart. I did exactly that as well. I, like the, Everyone was like public school and they were all getting up. They were all like <laughs> confident and just having a laugh. I got, honestly, like I wanted the floor to eat me. <laughs> they were all, but all the managers were all there as well at this point in Goose Street. I got the, like, I did the job for like five years. I was quite good at it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That initially, man, I, it was so mortifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And afterwards, some one of the other sales guys who was just said, "Why, why are you even doing this job?" Like I was so bad. Oh god! And he was shit at the actual job. <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> he, he really got to me when he said that. And I just worked. Yeah, I just I managed to do it. But it was so mortifying getting up and. I, You'd be like, have a car, like pretend you've got a car and you've got to sell it, and they're asking questions. God, Uh, here, um, (laughs) so this is just before Christmas last year, um, and the manager or head, the guy I was talking about before, um, I sort of went into the office to um, just pick up my stuff because we were based over there, um, and I heard him hand. A barman, a pen, and goes, Sell me this pen. Oh, fuck off, man. It's not like a wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> You're working a, at a I bar, just, man. I cracked up. I was just like, He's 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 serving pints. He doesn't need yeah, yeah, to yeah. sell you oh, a pen. God. Yeah. Do you want to just... buy this pen? No. All right. <laughs> cool, man. I just come here to serve beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had that in sales job interviews. Like stuff like that, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, fuck, fuck off. That's what you should say. <laughs> Tell me this pen, and I'll buy fuck this pen off. or I'll put it in your neck. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking <laughs> stick the pen up your ass, mate. <laughs> that is, it's such a, there is a thing in some people do sales and genuine, like you've said about it before, how like you're just doing like some sort of normal sales job, but people think they're in the Wolf of Wall Street, innit? They think they're in like, yeah, just like fucking on like proper like New York Manhattan. There would know. be a load of that when I worked, yeah. You're People in the sales. toilets, you see them in the mirror talking to themselves. <laughs> really? All of that stuff. They thought it was Wall Street, man. <sighs> closing, always be closing, like Glen Gary, Glen Rock. <laughs> I mean, that when I watched that film, it was while see, I was doing Paul, that job, it was so bleak. Man. Paul Tonkinson used to always say that to me when I was new, when we were gigging together. It was be always be closing, and it was a, a wind film. up. It's yeah. like it was the first weekend I ever did the Manchester Comedy Store, my first full weekend at the Manchester Comedy Store, and um, 
they'd put me in to close the late show on a Saturday and uh and basically that I didn't know I didn't know what the Manchester late show was like and Tonkinson all from the we did we did Thursday Friday Saturday together from the first day it was like mate best spot of the weekend now you guys always be closing and basically I, I looked forward to it and I was like oh because I was all new and naive and it got to the Saturday late show it was shit <laughs> like it was dead just a bunch of fucking <laughs> manks sitting there like that and then like it got Nicholas more and Hammond. more tired as the night went on I went on at the end all like giddy hey guys and it was just like you know, fucking, who's this fucking southern bastard? You know what I mean? <laughs> just shit for And Tonks was just backstage just laughing at the fact that he basically <laughs> oh, lied shit. to me all week. <laughs> He's a funny man. But uh, you'd rather have the hope than Love the fear. Talks. I suppose, yeah, than dread it all. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. right. Oh. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's better yeah. that you are delusions <laughs> <laughs> coming up to it. Ignorance, ignorance Otherwise you'd bliss, have been pissed off a little bit or like worried. Yeah. But um, no, I agree. It I, is bliss. I, I agree. Living, I like to live in ignorance. That's what I do with a lot of... Yeah. Cardiff Glee is not open this weekend because of COVID. Is it true? What? I was there last weekend. Two staff had COVID. Wow, <laughs> not really. I have, I have had a test. Um, it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> Omicron. <laughs> it's the new Omicron. And, um, what, so they shut the whole... They shut the whole club oh, this weekend. Shit. Just because yeah. they don't have enough staff or... Just because of the COVID, I suppose that if everyone got, if the whole every member of staff got pinged, oh, I'm sure because now you get pinged if you're double. I've been pinged twice since they changed the rules um, on you being able to have COVID and do stuff. No, uh, but have you, you had know, a like, booster. Nah, have you had? Have you had any no. vaccines? Yeah, yeah, I've had two. No, but now when you get pinged, I've been pinged twice. Like I got one about a month ago and one about a week later. Weirdly. Um, and it basically you have to go through the questionnaire and it says, are you double jabbed? What's mm. your age? All this stuff. And it says, right, you don't need to self-isolate to get a PCR and you on the app, you then order your PCR and they send it and you do it and you get the you results see. two days later. That's good. And so I, yeah, so I don't be in, if there's two members of staff that have got it, surely if everyone gets a test, they're all right, aren't they? Maybe you can be asked. Or maybe maybe there was more to it than that. Cause on the first email, um, they said, um, oh, by the way, just to let you know, two members of staff. Have t and then on the another email, he said, um, the guy that books it said that it's been shut. So maybe there was something it must have, It must have been an outbreak of the, from staff. Mm, and stuff. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, that and uh, the Glee, they're, they're very, very on the ball. Like, yeah. they, they're proud, I remember like doing... In Wales these, as well, they're quite on it, aren't they're they? Still, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, when I, yeah, and it's weird that you don't realise how different it is. When I went to Glasgow, start of October... Like, you know, by then, no one's wearing masks in London, innit? Everyone don't, no one gives a shit. No. We're all just packed into the tube up against each other's faces. <laughs> in each other's just... mouths. <laughs> I got off the flight in Glasgow and everyone's masks. And it also, like, it's not even a thing. Like, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd go to walk into, like, the shopping centre and I'd watch everyone walking in, just pop their masks on as they walked into the shopping centre. Like, totally, like, yeah. you forget that here it feels more like, I don't know, London's always felt a bit more like, it's, Wait. A, it's a question mark, isn't it, about yeah. wearing a mask? You I feel forgot like my mask today because you've got to wear them now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. To be honest, I'd just given up. Uh, but then now that this new, it seems like everyone's right, we probably should do this. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. seems weird. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I will get one. I've got spares here if you want one. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got loads. I've, all, I've just always got one Only on Gucci in, my, in my bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gimp ones. <laughs> Any ones with a ball. ball. <laughs> it's a ball gag. Does that work? <laughs> oh, I need a dog collar as well. <laughs> We're involved with so them. Yeah. <laughs> Can you catch it uh, on your ass? <laughs> um, but it's uh, I. 
I'm, it's even I know they've tried. They, some people are a bit like shitting themselves now about this new one, but I've weirdly I'm quite chilled about it. I feel it feels like it's not as you know what I mean. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's affecting people any worse than any other strain. Like, I it? read something that it's it's milder. Yeah, but, doesn't I mean, that what happened? As it as it like, every yeah. time there's a variant, I thought it gets more transmittable but less Dead. dangerous. Yeah, to the point where it just it's just a cold, isn't it? And just yeah. goes around. So. That's all, and that's surely the end game for them, isn't it? So I don't know. I, I think we're just all fatigued by it all. It's just I like, know, man. right, cool. Look, listen. My nan's had a good innings. Here's a question: because <laughs> I people die of like car crashes, they're not going to like just ban cars, are they? Um, I did. I mention it on here. I don't. Did I? Na- I don't think I named. I, don't, I, I, I won't name the comic. Oh, I might have already mentioned it. I'll I mentioned about it. how I did. A, I got a lift to a gig out of town. Oh and yeah. The comic yeah, yeah. asked me to do a lateral flow test. Yeah. Oh, well, or, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've actually, I'm just going to, I'm going to a, a, a gathering on uh, this weekend and the per- host of the party has asked everyone to do a lateral throw before. Just and it's say, like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah. 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 I did it. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> um, but I, it's that thing where I get it, but then there's still part of me. I don't know why it goes like fucking Fuck, calm down, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's weird because I totally understand what they're saying, but I have that little cynical part of me. No, there's, there's a bit of you that just feels it's kind of like posturing. Do you know what I mean? And I suppose like, there is a like, there's, there's like a there's almost like a cult with it some with some places, especially it seems with to be the, political as well. Yeah, isn't it's, it? well, that's it what is. I mean about masks and stuff. Like I feel I feel like London, that's that's the case. You yeah. go out to other places, like the right chill. are kind of anti it all, aren't they? And the left are like, but they want yeah. everything. Because I'm vaxxed, but I have no problem with someone who doesn't Nor do I. want to I get don't. vaxxed. Weird. Yeah, weirdly, shit. I don't feel like it's uh yeah because it's that thing I, I would probably have a different opinion if the vaccine the vaccine stopped transmitting it do you know what i mean if you if you got the vaccine and suddenly you couldn't pass it but on it doesn't yeah. though does it then no. i'd be like it is a selfish decision to not get it but yeah. if if because that's not the case protect- you're not affecting anyone you're literally somebody i suppose the the ethical or moral argument is some people who aren't vaxxed are ending up in icus and they're taking up but NHS that's the same today. with smokers, isn't it? Fat or... fucks like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you balls. should all be fucking ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah, like, got their vice. I know you. what you mean. Yeah, but then I mean, people who are overweight do get a lot of shit from people for for taking up. Yeah, smokers, smokers do get shit for taking up. Don't be like campaigns. I don't think they get people. the same. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's. it's, it's I don't think no. I think there's much more of a political. Is it vax shaming now? If you're like, if you're unvaxxed. Yeah, no, I do think there's a different. It is different. You can tell some people read some people who would say to somebody if you're unvaccinated you end up in hospital you should be you should fucking hope, hope you die I wouldn't say that to somebody who's making yeah. a life choice elsewhere that and it's kind of it's is, crazy in, in in austria it's mandated now yeah 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 yeah. which is weird yeah what they legally have to have what if, but what if you um what if you can't have it for health reasons obviously there are exemptions aren't they Cause I, I know i don't know wasn't it the drummer from offspring He's he can't get it because he's got a health issue, and they basically had to drop him from the band because they're doing like a global tour. Oh, really? and there's loads of cl- venues and cities t- and towns. It's pretty and fly countries. for a white guy, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw an interview with him. I weirdly, was flicking TV the other day, and uh, like this at CBeebies is a seven o two, and I went the wrong way. And if you go down to six hundred, it's news channels. I've not watched, up to I've not watched the news channels in ages. <laughs> yeah, up it's like babes. Such a weird thing. You got CBeebies like the seven hundreds on my telly so yeah in between news and like babe station <laughs> like, okay, yeah let's have an afternoon of it but um and yeah there was an interview of offspring on like some weird i think it was like al jazeera or something mm. 
and they would and it, it started it showed one of their old songs you know that one that goes my friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch and i was like you wouldn't really get a song like that now would you no. it feels a bit sort of retro like i just call a woman a, a proper like she's a bitch yeah it's quite liked it it's quite um, maybe she was a nostalgic. bitch I mean, she probably was a bitch <laughs> what a um, bitch there was, there was quite a period of songs like that about um do you remember she fucking hates me by I mean, like, puddle of mud that was a good one there's there's still a lot of songs with some pretty horrific lyrics i'd say get, get... But i'd say hip-hop has really run with that yeah they, they've grabbed the bastard <laughs> and run with it but it used to be all, all genres used to be like and he's no matter what it was could be a doo-wop song it'd be like bitch <laughs> doo-wop doo-wop that bitch i smacked my baby <laughs> like there's a what's that bruno is it bruno mars I oh, you're thinking it. it's Rob Tickle, Rob Thicke, Rob Thick. No, no, no. There's a new song. There's a new song with Bruno Mars and a guy called Anderson Pack. Who I've listened to his solo stuff. I really liked it. I'm not a fan of Bruno Mars. Not that I'm not not a fan. It's just it's not my sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, they did a duet. They've teamed up and sort of created a little super group. And this is yeah. There's a bit where um, Bruno Mars sort of really refers <laughs> to a woman as a bitch, and it's going around as a little like uh, sort of gif. And uh, it's he said he really lands it, you know what I mean? It's not like sort of a throwaway bitch. It's like that bitch. And I'm like fucking well, mate. That's you know it does feel quite visceral. I thought he was like really nice and happy. That's what I thought when song. he was all like up down funk and boop the boop like that. And now he's calling women bitches. Yeah. Calm down, Bruno. Um, Maybe they are. They were a, a bitch though. Yeah. <laughs> you do keep bringing us back to this <laughs> concept. Because men can be arseholes, can't they? We can be bitch. Men can be bitches no, as well, man. Yeah, we can be bitches. Yeah, we can be bitchy. See our WhatsApp chats. Oh. Um, yeah. I know, but it's, um, yeah, I agree. I'm not against, I'm not saying everyone should be able to be called anyone a bitch. I think it's a woman's as right as to act. be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and it's equality mm. to call people. Every, everyone can call everyone anything. Not within me. Yeah, there is there is actually rules and certain boundaries we shouldn't. What's cross. the rules? Not really. I'm talking. <laughs> all right, let's list them, shall we? Should we name all the bitches? Um, but yeah, I uh, it, I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> I started start a sentence. Like, I have no idea where that was even gonna. What words were gonna come that follow? Um, how long? We, what time is it? Do we need to wrap up? Uh, we're on we're on forty. Oh, really? We should roll. Uh, we'll do it. We should wrap it up in a minute because this was a, yeah. This was a sort of last minute decision. We did, our guest dropped out very late. We thought we're in the studio. We might as well just have a chat uh, and get on with our lives. What's everyone got planned for the weekend? Mm. <laughs> so, uh, I'm um, in Cambridge tonight and Essex tomorrow for a couple of gigs, mate. Couple, couple of gigs. Couple. Of um, gigs. I've got gigs this weekend. Top Secret and Banana Cabaret Friday. Oh, Banana Cabaret. Banana nice Cabaret London. Saturday. Yeah, it's nice actually. I um. I'm supposed Cabaret's... to be in Guernsey this week, but why does Banana Cabaret not have an MC? Uh, it's just historically it never has, and it's always just thought you know it's not almost keeping with its tradition, and it works to be honest. It's a great, I, it, it's it a really does great sometimes club. open the opening act if it's somebody. Sometimes obviously if people are doubling, they just go, "Can I go on first? Uh, if the act is somebody who might not be the most conversationally styled comedian, they can sometimes have a slightly more you know Colder. slow build yeah set whereas if you're a bit chatty you go on at the start it's fine like you know what i mean it just works because 
I think the audience just warms to it I love that room. It's great. It yeah. is a great room. And it's one of them rooms that I'd been to pre-comedy and all that. I used to go there and get shit-faced. Oh, okay. They used to have a wicked nightclub on a Friday, Saturday night. Oh, really? But as Balham's sort of now become a lot more gentrified, and it's always it, it got gentrified way before Tooting, like in that sort of the Northern Line gentrification. Yeah. It, you know, Clapham got posh, and then Balham got posh, and then Tooting took about another 10 years, and then it got <laughs> posh. But um, Balham used to be a real party town. And then now it's all sort of middle-class families. So the nightclub there on a Friday, Saturday just sort of died, really. It's now open late, but it's not. the. It used to be mayhem, that room. You'd, the comedy would finish, and there'd be a queue round the block to go into the nightclub afterwards. Really? And it was wicked. So me and my mates used to go to that, and that's when I found out there was comedy there, and that was when I went to watch it. It was the first stand-up I ever watched. And did that inspire you to want to... It did. The comedian... The comedian do you remember it, who there was? Addy van der Borg was the comedian oh, that made me want to do stand-up. I've seen him for ages. I haven't, actually. Um, but he was the comic I first saw on stage. Because I remember the lineup was him. I think it might have been Pat Monaghan. I can't remember who else. But I remember Addy was the one. That I was... I was so funny. And so, like, he was like a clown. And, like, it was so, like, silly... I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. I've never seen anything like this live. And I was like, one day mm. it will be me. I had that Ironically, scene. I now look a bit like Addy with my tash, <laughs> looking like a mime. Um, I had that with Martin Davis. Do you remember Martin Davis? Martin Davis is sort of, all right, fucker. That yeah, guy. yeah, hello, yeah. fucker. He lives in South Africa now, doesn't he? Yeah, half the year. He's a cool guy. He's a he? nice guy, yeah. Very um, sort of mod, sort of cool. Yeah. Very chiseled features. Looks like a sort a bit of like um, Rod Stewart, but younger. Yeah, it looks like a Quentin Blake drawing, you know, like Roald Dahl, Quentin Blake. He's they're, a always, sharp, they're always angular, he's a sharp dresser, isn't he? Yeah, but um, well, I remember I bombed my first bomb. It was so hard, and um, he went on after and just smashed yeah. this gig, and I was like, oh, he was so good. <laughs> I was like, how's he do that? Quite. He was very. Uh, he really went into the crowd, didn't he? Yeah, was, yeah. Some of them older comics, man, used to have that thing of being so rude to the audience, and the audience just loved it. Shut up, fucker! Yeah, yeah shut, shut up, fu- fucker! What's your name, fucker? <laughs> and everyone be like, ah! some people still go to comedy for that. I know. They, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, God, call, call my mate a Gross cunt. Me, I know. Yeah. But I, I feel like I don't your know. Your mate's a cunt. I think it's. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's getting into the middle of your set. <laughs> You're a cunt. Uh, yeah, oh, excuse me, mate. You're, why are you such a cunt? <laughs> Just get, not in the toilets, like when you're on stage. <laughs> oh, sorry. Following home. Forking to his car. Yeah. <laughs> it is, oh, last night I did a gig, just quickly before we wrap up. Last night I did a gig um, in Shoreham by Sea. Oh, yeah. Down, like, you go to Brighton and go east. And um, it's a lovely art centre called the Rope Tackle Theatre. And it was me... Um, comparing Bella Hull uh, opening and Steve Bougea closing, and um, and it was it was a nice gig. They were a bit sort of you know they took a bit of warming up because they were, you know it was sort of they're a bit some of them were a bit older and whatever. And uh, there was this sort of very eccentric old large chap sitting on his own at the side, and I was hosting, so I naturally had to say like, "Hello, mate, like, are you on your own?" Yeah, and I went, "What's your name?" And he gave me a fake name, and it was a name from a Shakespeare play. And I was like, "This Hamlet. guy's this guy's a bit of an eccentric." <laughs> he didn't go. No, he, this is the thing. He didn't go for the sort of mainstream ham, uh, Shakespeare's. He went off piste, mate. So he was very hard to have a conversation with because he was so eccentric, mm. but quite funny. And um, anyway, I sort of Bella went on, did a set. She finished. I announced the interval. We go backstage, and bear in mind, it's a proper theatre. So there's a stage. They're out there, back through the curtain into the dressing room. 
And um, he just bowled into the dressing room at half time to give Bella some tips on comedy. <laughs> and luckily, like luckily, there was no luckily threat she took to them him. on board. Yeah, she it's has now, now and it's improved. For, no, but he like there was no threat or malice to him. Like he didn't walk in like a sort of let me tell you some tips. He walked in. I was like, he goes, "Hi guys, I'm sorry, you don't mind if I'm pop backstage?" And we're like looking at each other like, "Fucking hell." And then he just went, um, he goes, I, just, I thought you were very funny to Bella. He went, I thought I'd give you some, uh, some. I've got, I've got some ideas for your comedy. And he just gave her two jokes that he came up with. How dare people do that? Though? But he, there was no, I know it sounds weird, but he, there was no bad intentions to him. No. He was just a fucking old nutter yeah. who was genuinely was trying to be all like, I thought you were great, but here's a few yeah, jokes. fair enough. Were the ideas? They were shit. <laughs> Like one of them was really dirty. One yeah, of them, and you're set now. He, he goes like he, he went. Oh, here's one, one idea actually. It'd be quite funny if you wore, if you put like a pair, an old pair of dirty knickers and put a Snickers bar in it, and uh, and then went around the crowd and you know, and obviously it's not poo. Like, yeah. And he was just like, oh god. And he was just an old nutter. And he said, and, and he did that, and then he went. Well, anyway, I just thought, I just wanted to come and speak. He had a kink about that, probably. Probably, yeah. The other joke wasn't just so like about Snickers. Thought to sing Bella's new set. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's like, have you seen Bella Hole recently? She really changed her style. She's doing <laughs> this weird shitty pants bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, Edinburgh show. It was the first. I, I've not. I've not seen. I mean, I've only ever seen people storm the dressing room violently. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Birmingham Glee. I once. Some, I can't remember who the act was, but somebody had upset an audience member. We were all sat after the show backstage, and someone just comes flying through the dressing room door, like trying to get to the act. Wow. The bouncers like grabbing him and dragging him out. People are like, They're can not... you say retarded anymore? Not really. Good. But, you know, People you are retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, what the fuck are they I doing? Know, it's just you know, calm down, guys. It's a show. But um, but yeah, it was a it was a real experience having him just bumbling. I'm going to tell you about shitty knickers. <laughs> I um, saw some videos of people falling down the stairs at Birmingham Glee. <laughs> Have you seen them? I love the CCTV footage. Oh, it's so funny. When I was in Cardiff, it's the wow. best. In, when we were in Cardiff, I was in Cardiff uh, the uh, a few weeks ago. Um, just before the show, they came in. I think it was in Cardiff, uh, and they showed us footage of somebody falling off their chair just before the show like they literally came in they were all cracking up and they were like look at this we just got this off the cctv and there's a woman coming back from the bar with drinks putting on her friend went to sit down and just went right off oh, the back. so funny <laughs> just went down mate i was so happy they, i was saying that they should release it but they can't can no they, they can't it's been against the law i think is it I think so. Well, is you know, surely without their surely CCTV it, footage of somebody in your venue. It's just you're filming I, in the venue. I mean, it's kind of like, it's that, surely that's what you know, you've been framed was all about. But they did send them in themselves. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know if it's, yeah, it might, If you can't it identify them, if you blur their face. I suppose if you blur their face, it's fine. But I'd say if you can, if they are identifiable, I think it's. But there was a massive fight at the Cardiff the weekend before I was there. And there was this massive geezer, like, like a giant, just fighting with everyone. Oh god! I've never seen at a comedy show. Yeah. Oh man, I've seen fights outside many a comedy club. Normally it's outside, not inside. I've seen a couple of inside when I, I did the Blackpool Comedy Station in like March. It was just it's my last weekend of gigs before COVID started in March, so 2019, 20 yeah, was it 2020? 2020. Yeah. Um, and there was a ding dong on the Friday night in the gig, proper just like. Basically, some heckling was happening throughout the show. There was like someone who was being a bit of a dick, and some of the other audience members were sort of going like, "Shh." And at the end of the show, basically, someone went up to the guy and just went, "Like you fucking almost ruined the show for everyone chatting." 
and the guy's wife said something. This is rude. The guy's wife dived in and went, well, don't talk to my husband like that. And he went, you're a fat bitch. <laughs> and the guy had to just like defend oh, her honor, no. innit? Even though they, he, there was no honor to defend, they'd both been rude the whole show. Yeah. And he just went to swing and it just went boop, boop. So we'd walk that stage. Well, this me was and... a comic who said that. No, no, no. So this is the just audience amongst guy. themselves. Me and Red you're Richardson. Were back... <laughs> you're a fat bitch. Me and Red Richardson had walked backstage and we just heard kerfuffle we poked our head out and there's fucking punches flying around it's so exciting it is poor old ryan who runs the runs the, runs the club and owns it he was just there trying to help everyone's like trying to get what, people out what gig was this blackpool comedy station. oh yeah yeah but um great fun gig like the saturday but not was as great. fun as the, the after show i know dinged i proper dinged i love watching a fire yeah it's rare in it when it comes to actual swing yeah 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 because a lot of it is just now posturing yeah and yes then, and then a then a little bit of a de-escalation yeah, yeah, yeah. i would have done it but when it actually comes to blows it's uh, like, it's did you be- see the footage beautiful. of that ginger guy on the stairwell oh absolutely yeah. just, just tidying up people. mate what? What? <laughs> it was just murking left right and center so it's all it does i don't know how it starts or ends basically but basically the, it just the footage cuts in it's of like a you know it looks like a Yates's or like an all bar one type bar there's a stairwell down from the upstairs and it's already happening and there's literally like loads of people fighting but there's this ginger chubby lad looks just like Ed, looks taking, like Ed Sheeran he's taking names and man. he is literally just <laughs> cleaning house he's putting people to sleep <laughs> streets of rage stuff. honestly like literally you can see he picks one out there Boom, that one's down just one punch, on the floor. Like loads this of them one, are just boom. dropping like flies. And like you can see there's three guys up against the wall just trying, hoping he doesn't spot them. I'd love to have been there, but obviously like, <laughs> on his side. Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, irons them out. So funny. Like, and you can just see. And at one <laughs> point. I'm just standing there with him and he starts sparking people out. You're stood like that. <laughs> just go like. <laughs> stop pretending you're dancing. Just lie down, protect, play dead. Yeah, he even <laughs> goes out and shots. <laughs> He goes out a shot at one point and somebody just runs that way and it's like a film. You see them just fly back like <laughs> onto, onto the heat. Where is this? On Reddit or something? Uh, it just went around on Twitter about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's proper. It's one. It's a funny video because he just looks so unlikely, but you can tell he's just boxed because he knows how to it's just got some, transfer. He's basically the real life person, version of that guy in that film. Yeah, yeah, just like you look at him, just, just like, little ginger chubby kids. He's been guy. waiting his, he's been training his whole life for that moment. <laughs> oh, like. man. That's so, yes, yeah, quality. Anyway, let's wrap it up on that note. <laughs> get up the ginger guy. Yeah, big up yourself, mate. If, if we can well find done, out who he is. soldier. Get him in, mate. Soldier of fortune. <laughs> get him in for a, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Anyway, so yeah. That, anyway, thanks for listening. This episode thanks, was uh, was obviously guestless. Sorry, our guest but, passed away. Yeah, you know, God rest her soul. All right. We'll get a we'll get um we'll get a replacement in for dad bitch. That's not. We love you. Get well soon. You know you are. You fucking unreliable. Thanks for tuning in. Listen to our Patreon if you want extra stuff. I see it in it. Cole just dropped a special. I did. I put an hour long. uh, It's it's basically a film version of an Edinburgh show I did a couple of years ago in a yurt, and um, I never released it because I wasn't. I wasn't 100 happy with how it it ended up. But it's. um, I put it out there. Finally, got over my fear. Patreon. Patrons are really enjoying it. Slash We Are TVI. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Mooch. Um, We'll see you all next time. Bye.
Sorry, I've aged in an alleyway. 